Hi, hello, namaste. My name is Kushagra. I am 11 years old. And this is Small Talk, my first ever podcast. Well, podcast. Well, first of all, it's better than a YouTube video. At least that's what my mom thinks. And secondly, I wanted to do something new while schools are off. So I thought of this podcast. So here I am with Sagar Shah. Sagar Shah is a 2407-rated international master as well as the CEO of Chessbase India, which promotes chess in India. And he is also the host of Chessbase India's YouTube channel, which has um, over 550k subscribers. So, have you ever heard someone like that? Well, you will know about one after listening to this episode. Hi. Hi, Kushagra. How are How you? Are... <laughs> I'm all good. How's your YouTube channel? It's good. So, shall I start? Yeah. Okay. So, the first question is, um, who inspired you to play chess? Like, who was your role model when you were young? Um... My father was the one who taught me chess. So I didn't know much about chess before that. Uh, and so you can say that he was the one who inspired me to play chess. Oh, okay. Like, but who yeah. was your role model? Like, um, who did you take inspiration from? I think generally for any young Indian kid, when I was young, Vishy Anand. Uh, uh, was an inspiration because I used to re- read in newspapers about him. Um, so that was definitely one. And then when I started playing chess and started getting better at it, and there was this world champion called uh, Capablanca. Yeah, Capablanca. Uh, and, and I uh, really liked his games. And so this was my first book, so, sort of one of the first books, Capablanca's best games. So that really helped me to improve, and he became one mm. of my role models in terms of players. Yes. Okay. Then share an incident that made the biggest impact on your chess career. I think uh, there are so many, right? Uh, generally, you don't have one incident which uh, yeah. makes a huge impact, but I think one thing which really made an impression uh, which is very important that I want to share is that when I was young uh, I used to carry uh, a small idol of God along with me to a chess game uh, and I used to feel that God will give me power and strength to play chess mm-hmm. well then when I grew up a bit uh, one one fine day the I- idol was stolen uh, when I was playing chess so so that ended there uh, when I grew up a bit more, then I used to wear a sort of a, a thing around my hand, which uh, which also Excellent. was related to God. Yeah, it was kind of a thread thread like thing. And then I used to uh, say some kind of things before the game, which I didn't understand, which were related to God and all of this. And I think uh, when uh, this went on for a very long time, I think till I was twenty years old, or maybe even after that, and maybe. The very fact that one fine day I just went to the board and I didn't think about God or I didn't th- didn't say anything else. I just played with my complete concentration. 
was the moment when i thought a big change happened change happened in me that i started believing in myself rather than yeah. in some uh something which i didn't know existed or not so uh, yeah i think this this overall this fear which we have that we are not adequate enough yeah. uh, is something which is manifested in many different ways uh, and for me it was through saying prayers before the game and stuff like that and when i stopped doing that i felt very good yeah so i would say it's a, it's one of the big uh, uh, changes in my life overall okay so yeah. when did you decide to take up chess as a career and not as a hobby well i was uh, i i didn't make chess playing my career right now i'm a chess entrepreneur uh, and i run a company called chessbiz india but when uh, i finished my chartered accountancy exams in january 2012 that time i was 22 years old and i i decided that i'll take take a break from either studying or either working somewhere and just focus mm-hmm. entirely on chess so those two yes. years from 2012 to 2014 i mm-hmm. played a lot i played a lot and also Uh, I got married in 2014, and then my wife Amruta is also a chess player. So, so basically, from to 2012, I have had nothing apart from chess in my life. Um, earlier, I wanted to become a player, uh, and I tried very hard for that. But at some point, I realized that I'm a much better journalist, uh, just like how you are right now. Yeah, at 11 years old, I didn't. Even you wanted know to make to content. I I wouldn't say content as such. I just wanted to uh, learn from others. Let's say if I went to uh, a tournament in 2013 and there Shashi Kiran was playing and I was still a player, then I would observe him and his actions and how he would play because he was one of the top players in India and the world. And then I would ask him after the game sometime, why did you play this move? Why wouldn't you do this? and somehow journalism was more about my self improvement at the start and then soon it started becoming a way of sharing stories with others so it was never about just creating content uh, mm-hmm. that was that it's still not one of the reasons why i do this the main reason is that i want to improve uh, and i do most of the things which excites me yeah like that's why in your youtube videos i've seen that um, you know you You go to tournaments and then you record like why did you play yeah. this instead of that? Even young players. Yeah, I think overall, whatever whatever I'm seeing, uh, all across the world, I have the good fortune of being able to travel to different places, and I realize that I can bring forth whatever I'm seeing to the world, and because I understand chess well. i am in a very unique position that i can not just uh, you know shoot a game or uh, just show you what's happening but also give my insights into it so mm-hmm. i think that is one of the key reasons why chess base india is doing well is because what i do i truly believe in it and i enjoy doing it yeah that's a very key factor of whatever you're doing yeah i think so I- I guess right now you're enjoying talking to me, right? Yeah. So, so that's why your interview would be good. 
otherwise it it's it becomes uh, boring yeah. after a while if you don't enjoy what you do mm. who did you defeat to claim yourself as an iron can you share uh, who did you defeat and the opening and describe that game like if you yeah. remember my 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 uh, journey of becoming an iam that very last few elo points when i was close to 2395 and i had made all my norms i needed those last five elo points were very topsy turvy uh, i wanted to uh, you know i had to make a draw in one game and then i would have become an iam but i lost that then mm-hmm. next game uh, i was about to draw against ragunandan who is now an iam and a very talented young boy uh, but at that point he was just i think 11 or 12 years old uh and he gave me such a tough fight and if i would have drawn or lost that game i would have you know gone really uh <laughs> i would have lost a lot of rating points but i won that game so i reached 2398 i i think mm-hmm. and then i played this girl from peru uh, who's i think number 1 player in peru uh, daisy kori her name is uh, daisy uh and i prepared an opening very well and that happened in the game and out of the opening i got a winning position and i was so happy uh, because i needed only a draw to become an iam but now i'm winning so i started to uh, play very well and i think it was so much winning and i got so excited at some point that i blundered and uh, when i blundered uh, it it felt like uh, now the title is going out uh, again Uh, and uh, somehow that blunder was only good enough for a draw for her and i oh. i very closely got checkmated almost but there was a perpetual check and so uh, i made a draw and i became oh, an iam that is so it like was, a- yeah it was very topsy turvy and i <laughs> felt like i should have um, i should have had more controls on my on my emotions there i should have yeah. not thought about i am titan but you know when you are trying to get something that you have been thinking about for years like i wanted to become an iam for many years now uh, it uh, it gets you a bit nervous when it yeah, comes close i agree i agree so yeah, when i used yeah. to play chess tournaments like you know when someone would say like in the gujarat state like when someone would say that i'm rated i used to be so scared <laughs> like oh my god he's rated oh my god he's rated i will lose what will yeah, i do yeah yeah so there is a yeah, lot do of self doubt Do now, you now feel scared or like I have not played since a lot of time. Yeah. But okay, I mean, uh, generally, what happens is that if you uh, beat one or two players rated, then your fear of that goes away. I remember when I was very young, uh, around twelve or thirteen, I had one opponent who would always beat me, no matter how hard I tried against mm-hmm. him, how much winning position I would get, he would beat me. and then i didn't know how to beat him one day when i played a game with him i managed to beat him and i think from that day onwards i never really feared him and you know i started beating him in every tournament so it's always that one yeah. moment that can change things yeah i agree that also happened to me like there is this player called adish who is from ahmedabad itself like he is strong player and uh, like i blundered a night and i was like oh my god i'm going to lose this one like i was about to resign but then um, like i traded something i was like oh my god he's trading 
and down then i uh, like and that trade uh, fell him into uh, like put him into a queen trap and i saw it and then there was a queen trap and i just won that very cool very cool Awesome. But still, that fear didn't go away. Like in the state champ, uh, in the state championship, I used to have that fear. Even uh, yeah. like there was this player who said I've played the nationals, and I was like, oh my god! And then I lost that game. So fear. Yes. I think it's important. Uh, I mean, when you have fear, it doesn't go away just like that. Uh, yes. there are many re- uh, ways in which many people say don't be afraid like your coach will tell you don't be afraid your mm-hmm. parents will tell you but that doesn't happen i think mm-hmm. in order to get rid of fear you need to work on some things you need you you need to feel confident and the confidence needs a basis so how do you base your confidence on what factors i think the most important thing is working on things so yeah. that when you land against an opponent who says oh i have gone to the nationals you can tell him that hey i have also uh, practiced for 10 hours before this game you know that that's how you kind of build your confidence up yeah so for me like after that fear it was uh, like i also worked on my games but then it just didn't happen to me I don't know why, but anyway. But I think you are still young enough to get back to chess, and who knows, <laughs> you may start improving. Yeah. So, which is the toughest player you ever played? Yeah, in terms of rating wise, I think I have played with uh, highest rated is two six nine two. I have played with Ni Hua. I think he was the highest rated player. I lost that game with him, uh, but I have also played with Vishy Anand. Uh, yeah, but those were in simultaneous. Yeah, those were simultaneous exhibitions. Uh, it was he was playing against many players. I think I I these twenty six hundred plus GMs. If I check my database, I would have played against around forty odd players who were about twenty six hundred. So those were the tough ones. Okay, which is the toughest tournament you participated in? Toughest tournament. That's an interesting one. I think my first national championship was the toughest for me because mm. I started off with zero points out of four rounds. <laughs> I lost uh, all the games. I was same age as you. I think around eleven or twelve. Yeah, years I'm old. also eleven. Yeah, I was, uh, and. Uh, I every time I went to the game I would lose and I would come back and then I would be crying uh and uh, I would also my coach would tell me to do things well in the next game and then I would again go and lose so those were that was a tough tournament but when in the 5th round I won it was a very happy Thrilling. moment for me yeah, it was very nice it was my first win at the nationals and it felt very good so yeah that was very tough event Okay, so tell us a good memory associated with chess. Like, um, uh, it was such an intense, intense game, and then it all came down to a draw. Very um, very dramatic uh, incident. <laughs> yeah, there were several. 
I think one of the most interesting moments from chess perspective in my life is when I played the Dresden Open in Germany. Dresden. Uh, this was in yeah, there was in 2014. It's a very beautiful city in Germany, Dresden. Uh, and I went there as an IM already because previous event only I had achieved like couple of events back in Spain. I had achieved my IM title, and I traveled to Germany. Uh, you know happy with myself that i'm already an im and then i started playing this tournament i was two out of two then i beat a gm then i beat another gm then i beat an im so i was five out of five i was the sole leader uh, and everyone was like who is this uh, who is this boy from india he is not even an im because you know to get the im title uh, fide takes some time so i had made my am title but all it was not reflecting so i was still untitled and there were more than 10 gms playing in that tournament uh, then then i played the uh sixth sixth round i drew seventh draw eighth draw so i was six and half and now some players had caught up with me uh, but i was still the leader six and half out of eight and then the final round uh, i needed to either win or draw Uh, to become the champion of the tournament, uh, but we had to next go from uh, Dresden to Hamburg the the next day or the same day in which uh, the tournament ended. So we didn't have a ticket. So instead of preparing for my last round opponent, which is so important, you know, I might win the tournament. I was uh, running around Dresden with my wife Amruta, trying to figure out a ticket to reach Hamburg, and uh, we got the ticket and. It it was supposed to be at 4 pm uh, the train and the round was supposed to begin at 9 am next day so i went to the round uh, i was playing a 25 80 grandmaster martin krautsev uh, and i played the first few moves i was tensed uh, and then suddenly he offered me a draw after 13 moves and i was like why is he offering me a draw uh, i went to the other games where the leaders were playing and it seemed like they were also going to make a draw and so i i accepted the draw and uh, i became the champion of the tournament uh, and then i was given 2000 euros there uh, indian flag was uh, put out uh, i got a beautiful trophy and it uh, it happened at 3:30 i think the prize ceremony oh. so we we took a cab and we rushed across the city to the train station where the train was waiting at the platform and usually when you are in a different country it's not so easy to figure out where things are but we we got into the train and then we went from dresden to hamburg and the entire train was empty sort of uh, and amruta and i sat down and we just uh, relived this entire tournament which i had won i made my first gm norm i gained close to what 70 80 low points um, good prize money I mean, this is I. I wouldn't say uh, we have a better chess memory than this. It was beautiful. Any uh, chess player would this would be a dream for any chess player. Yeah, these are the mo- moments which uh, every chess player plays the sport for. Yeah, because if you play chess, you want to uh, win tournaments. You want to make sure you make your country proud. And I'm glad that I could experience it once in my life. So, if you have the right pieces, what be what would most likely be the first move from your side? Now, knight f three. Knight f three. 
for me it would be e4 because i'm just uh, like a young learner and like e4 is the strongest move like the most easiest opening for me like because i've learned someday you should level. teach me someday you should teach me how to play e4 yeah i'm not so good at it. Oh, you're not so good at e4. I hardly played e4. I started off playing d4, then I shifted to c4, and now I play knight f2. Okay. Yes. So the next question is, what would you call yourself? Someone like Peter Swindler, um, who does commentary and does analysis, or someone like uh, Vishy Anand, who plays proper chess. I would call myself uh, Sagar Shah. I think uh, <laughs> the main reason is that there is no one uh, I think in the chess world who who does uh, things like what I and Amruta and the entire chess base India team do. They are different in their own way. I'm not uh, trying to say that they are the best or they are amazing or something like that, but they are different. And so while peter swidler is a great commentator and a chess player i think i do i play chess sometimes i commentate i also make plans i i try to uh, execute strategies for my company we try to power chess in india we try to promote chess so all of this is much different than just um, you know playing and commenting yeah that's why you you know you Uh, take um young chess people to other countries to play nationals or something like i saw that saw uh, that in your video like vlog yeah there are the players whom we have taken outside india to play mm-hmm. um yeah i mean you as a chess entrepreneur uh, you have to come up with new ideas Yes. to make sure that chess improves and the situation of chess improves in the country and so yeah. that's the main aim that we have like right now uh, before this talk i was thinking about in what way can i improve uh, further the chess at the chess field in india and uh, i have some ideas which i'm trying to execute yes how many hours did you practice when you were pushing for I think uh, once you start enjoying something, you forget about the hours, and you just focus <laughs> on doing it as much as you like. Like for example, I know that there are some people who do uh, like some days when I would do it for ten hours, twelve hours a day, and mm-hmm. there were days when I would not practice at all. Even mm-hmm. now, when I work on Chess Base India, uh, I hardly take it as a work. i enjoy doing it so mm-hmm. some days i am i work for 12 14 hours maybe sometimes 16 hours a day oh. but uh, there will be some days when i feel like okay today i don't want to work so much today i'll take some rest so you know <laughs> there is no fixed routine for me yes. uh, if someone asks me today what day is it i would say oh today i don't know because every day looks like the same there is no <laughs> sunday there is no saturday there is no monday there is no going to office my office is just when i when i go to sleep it's the room next to my this where i'm sitting then i come to this room and i start working so no it's it's sometimes nice to do what you like uh, you don't yes. have to think of it as work yes okay so like now we're starting another section which is called as rapid fire so okay. these were the questions about your life career and 
etc. These are going to be some fun questions and in rapid fire, I will give you two choices and you will uh, pick one choice as fast as possible. Last time I did rapid fire, my father told me that you take a lot of time. You uh, answer very deeply and stuff. So today I will be really rapid. Okay. Okay. So, E4 or D4? D4. White pieces or black pieces? White. Uh, middle game or end game? End game. Playing a game or watching a game? Playing a game. King's Gambit or Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit. Movies or series? Hmm, interesting. Uh, movies. Chai or coffee? Coffee. Uh, live stream or normal video? Live stream now. Okay. So this section is also over. Nice. And now we're starting your favorite. So, like, for example, I say your favorite chess opening. So, yeah, I, okay, got it. Okay, so what is your favorite opening? My favorite chess opening is. Who? Karokan. Karakan, okay. Yeah. Um, favorite chess player? Favorite chess player, Capablanca. Capablanca. Um, favorite YouTube channel? Apart from my own or Chess Base India is okay? Chess Base India is okay. <laughs> Chess Base India. <laughs> like, <laughs> although, although I should say, uh, if I have to say someone else apart from me, then uh, one channel which, I mean, I see many channels, but Mr. Beast is, uh, is one I like a lot. Mr. Beast? <laughs> yes, I like it. Do you see it? Do you see him? <laughs> you like him? Yeah. Very so cool. once I have you ever interviewed? Yeah. And like I asked him, what is your favorite YouTube channel? And he said, my favorite channel is my own uh, channel. Like this is the second time <laughs> I've gotten this answer. Yeah. Usually you put in so much effort to build a channel that you start uh, being a little narcissistic. Uh, but I thought when you said when I interviewed and I thought you were going to say when I interviewed Mr. Beast. Have you interviewed oh, him? No, he's too big. Well, you will reach there very soon. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm. Okay. Favorite person? My wife. Okay. Um, favorite place to visit? Uh, Dresden is beautiful, but also Prague is very nice. Dresden, you won the uh, like tournament, yeah. so that would be <laughs> like. You know, Anish Giri said uh, recently that uh, your most memorable tournament or something is where you make the most number of points. <laughs> you know, so where you play well becomes your best memory. Yes, obviously. Um, favorite food. Bien. That is yeah, like very clear about it. I love it. Um, favorite things to do on a weekend. Uh, I love to read books. Mm -hmm. 
I love chess so anything related to chess is also enjoyable it's not as i said it's not my work so i like doing it but i love reading books and i love to watch uh, movies and series these are the most exciting things okay which is your favorite book uh chess book no any book not necessarily chess you can say chess book any book Yeah my chess favorite chess book is Reassess Your Chess by Jeremy Silman it's a beautiful book i would recommend to anyone who wants to learn how to become better at chess uh, in terms of positional understanding and for non chess books there are many but one book which has really impacted me recently like i loved harry potter i loved dan brown <laughs> books all fiction all fiction books yeah you also like harry potter Yeah, but I can't expect someone like you who is a CEO and read someone uh, something like Harry Potter and watch something like Mr. Beast because like when I compare someone uh, like you to my father, I see the complete reverse. <laughs> but you know there are couple of things that are different, yeah, because your yeah. father must be what forty years old. Yep. How old is he? Forty. I'm thirty, so usually ten years is a lot of change. If you interview yeah, me ten years later, I might become <laughs> a little bit uh, <laughs> boring. But uh, I think uh, Harry Potter was something I read when I was very young. Uh, like it, it was just releasing when I was growing up. Like when I was thirteen or something, uh, the second or third book came out, and I watched it. I read it. But uh, yes, so I will now not say the boring answer. You know, Harry Potter. Let's keep Harry Potter. Okay. So I guess that is it. Um, I am out of question. And uh, like one last thing, I would like to ask you that um, what would you recommend? What would you say something like uh, a growing chess player? Like what would be your advice? Yeah, my advice would always be that you play chess for the right reasons. You may not always start it out because you love it. You may start for the trophies. You may start for wins. You may start for making your parents proud. But at some point, you have to realize that you should do what you enjoy doing, uh, and what you love doing. I've seen a lot of chess players just drag it on for years and years when they have just perhaps not enjoyed it, uh, and I think it becomes a dull and boring thing to do. Uh, so at the right time, you need to switch and start doing things you love. This is my my advice, and I think if you see any player who's reached the top, who's good in the world, they all love chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. Okay, Kushagra, thank you and congratulations yeah. for doing a great work. Continue doing this. uh i think you should also um you know keep doing and keep improving in this it's very cool very few people um uh, like to interview and do things like this when they are young so keep it up so that was shagar shagar did you ever know about a ceo who plays chess and loves mr beast well you just got to know about one right now and do check out his youtube channel uh, and social media pages and his blogs
and i will see you next time bye